Welcome to Passion and Potential. It's Aristasia, your host. My purpose is to help you pursue your most passionate life while finding your potential within to do so. All right, so where are my scatterbrains at? Where are my fellow scatterbrains that can join the squirrel club? Because that's what today's episode is going to be about. I'm going to talk about what it's like running a business as an adult with ADHD. Even if you don't have ADHD or you're not diagnosed or you just really are just kind of a scatterbrain um, or if you just want to listen in on this humor, this episode is going to be a good one. Um, I'm excited. So, (laughs) all right. So I am 28 years old and I was just finally diagnosed with ADHD. I've obviously always known I've had it. I mean, the signs were there. I was terrible at school unless something extremely, extremely intrigued me. But for the most part, terrible at school. Um, I... (laughs) I lose focus. I lose things. I ramble. I get distracted. I mean, I'm hypersensitive. I'm either completely unfocused or I'm hyper-focused. So there's lots of things, but one of the things um, I've really, really struggled with is running a business and having this side of my brain. It has some of it, some of its perks. Um, you know, I used to always joke that uh, like adult ADHD is just adult creativity and that's like my way of like painting a nice little picture to make myself feel better. <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, it really, really, really has its challenges. And I've kind of learned some coping mechanisms that help me through it. There's good days, there's bad days. I'm going to share some of the things I do so that my other fellow scatterbrains can maybe take some of these tips. Um, and I've kind of, you know, I've talked about it with my therapist about the pressure that I put on myself. Um as a business owner who struggles with this and how sometimes it can be really defeating. Like I have to work really hard to not be too hard on myself on the days that I am not productive because sometimes those days just don't happen. My brain does not operate the way maybe someone that doesn't have ADHD, how their brain would. You know, they might be able to sit down and get through a load of work easy peasy where some days sitting down to even do emails seems impossible. And then I would like lay in bed at night and I would just be really defeated and sad because I felt like I did a bad job. And that's kind of that's kind of what I struggled with my whole life. It's like I felt like I was always doing a bad job in school, in, you know, in sports. If like someone was talking, I would just tune him out. Like volleyball, even to this day. So I play volleyball like five days a week. And – even to this day, I'll be really hard on myself because sometimes like I'll go to serve a ball and there'll be a distraction next to me and it just all focus is gone. And I just I have to I, I'm curious now I got to look over there. <laughs> so I'm going to keep this episode light and airy, though. I'm not going to give you my my um my insecurities. I'm not going to go di- dig deep into my insecurities. I'm just going to share some of my coping mechanisms. Um, it's funny, though. I remember I was in. One uh, photography class, it was a wedding photography class. And like I said, I, if, I'm, if I'm interested in something, I may not be focused, but I will, I will retain it better. We'll say that. And my teacher would crack up because he, he, he'd be like, Aristasia, you were doodling all class. And I'm like, I know, but that's how I work. 
And he's like, what do you mean that's how you work? I'm like, I was listening to everything you said. I just can't physically sit still. I retained every bit of it. I can tell you everything you just said because I'm interested in this class. I'm just bored sitting here listening to you talk. <laughs> and he actually ended up hiring me. So it's kind of funny. I mean, he just eventually learned that's the way my brain works. And I ended up working for him for an entire summer. <laughs> I was only like 19 or so. And and he was like, uh, whatever gets the job done. I mean, you have an A in the class. I was like, I know. I'm doing fine. Now, high school, different story. College, oh my gosh. College was terrible. I could not. <laughs> I could not. I tried so hard to sit through microeconomics and and focus and listen and I really really did give it my all but my teacher eventually felt bad for me <laughs> like she goes Anastasia I'm meeting with you three times a week in the in the cafeteria I am helping you study and you're still getting D's on the test she's like I see you taking notes in class I see you putting in the effort and I was like I know I'm trying I just my brain's not retaining this it's not working and she finally, I think she felt bad for me. She just started giving me C's. <laughs> She's like, I don't want you to fail this class and have to retake it. I, I see you're trying. But the thing is, like, I just wasn't really that interested. It was really hard. So as a squirrel brain who runs a business, here are some of the things I do to keep myself um, as productive as I can be. As, yeah, we'll say that. As efficient as I can be. So one of the things is I have a massive whiteboard. It literally sits in my living room where I can access it at all times. And every day when I wake up, I'll sit down and I'll do my whiteboard. And I will literally go into detail sometimes. It depends how I'm feeling. Some days I wake up kind of a little bit more focused and I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a good day. And some days I wake up and I'm like, mm, the brain's everywhere. Squirrel. So... I will write down very detailed steps of what I want my day to look like. And sometimes I'll overdo it. Like I will put way too many on there, but that's okay. Um, but I will write down, like I'll literally be like, one, make coffee. Because that's how my brain works. It's like I will want to make the coffee and I'll get distracted by something and then I've never made my coffee. So I'll write it down so that I can look at this list and kind of follow a step without completely getting, you know, distracted or derailed. So step one, you know, make coffee. Step two, do your emails. Like you're not allowed to work on anything else until you do your emails. Like I know your crazy brain, your creative crazy brain right now wants to go work on, you know, the fun project, but just do your emails, get through them, and then we'll see where the day it takes you. So I'm currently looking at my, at my, <laughs> at my board right now. And I have, let's see, make coffee, put rent check in the mail. Because I'll forget. I'll tell myself I did it. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, I forgot to do it. I have cleaned my apartment. <laughs> because I'll start to clean. And then I'll get distracted by something. And next thing you know, I'm redoing my website. And I, and I didn't end up cleaning. So I do a very detailed list. And I start every day off with this whiteboard. Um, and another thing I do on this whiteboard is I'll add things on there that I've already done. So... That I can kind of, this is so silly, but so I can kind of feel a sense of accomplishment when I cross it off. So sometimes like I'll forget to write down the to-do list before I do a couple things, right? So say I woke up and I actually did check my emails. I'll still put it on the list so I can cross it off. 
Because then I feel good about myself and I feel productive. And I'm like, yes, queen, you did do those emails. So always I start with a whiteboard. So number one. Number two, I have lists everywhere. This is kind of one of those tricky coping mechanisms. Like people will say this is good. People will say it's bad. Personally, for me, it helps so much. So I just have lists, like I have notebooks pretty much in every single room of my apartment. And anytime something comes to mind, I'll write it down. Um, You know, whether it be like a new idea or steps that I need to take to finish something, how I'm feeling that day, whatever it is, I just have lists everywhere because there's always a lot going on in my brain. So sometimes if I just put it onto paper, it helps me feel a little bit less scattered and a little bit more organized. So lists are everything. They save my life. I mean, even like, <laughs> even in my therapy appointments, my therapist would be talking and I'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to get my notebook so I can make a list of what you're saying. Like lists save my life. They help me organize. They help me somehow unscramble some of the scrambleness. <laughs> so that's number two. I have notebooks everywhere and I always keep lists. Number three, uh, I am... I've become to be really psycho about my calendar um, because I'm very forgetful. It's just one of the, the, you know, traits of someone who has a squirrel brain, very, very forgetful. So the minute I make plans with someone or the minute like a, a client books something or, you know, books a consultation, whatever it is, I put it in my calendar. Like I do not even allow myself to take 10 seconds to forget about it. And I have a calendar both in my phone on my computer and in my bedroom and I literally write these things in all three so that I don't have an opportunity to forget about something and so it's funny my friends they'll make fun of me because they'll be like oh do you want to get brunch on Sunday and I'm like yeah let me add it in the calendar and they're like oh oh you're that busy you have to add us to the calendar and I'm like no I just will forget that I made these plans with you (laughs) like you have to go in the calendar otherwise out of sight out of mind buddy it's nope no recollection of these plans, so so I'm really weird about my calendars. Um, one thing I do to help run the business is I use HoneyBook. If you're a photographer or you're in the wedding industry or you're a creative, um, you might have heard of this. If you're not, I'll explain. Basically, it's like a client managing software. So it, con- it keeps everything in one place. It also keeps track of your calendar, so... If someone tries to book on a date that I'm already booked, it'll be like, heads up, you're already booked. Don't book this person. Um, it keeps track of all the emails, that, like any bit of conversation you've had with your client in one spot, any pictures you've sent back and forth. It is so organized, and that's what I need. Because being a squirrel brain, I'm, I, I struggle with that organization. You know, If things are all over the place, I'm going to get overwhelmed and defeated. So it keeps everything in one place. It keeps my pricing templates, my brochures, my contracts. That way I'm not searching through paper trying to find the contracts my client signed. Nope, it does it all. So as a business owner, HoneyBook is probably like a lifesaver for me. I think back to the the years before I started using it, which was probably like three years ago. And, oh boy, yeah. It was, I mean, I was, there's just stuff everywhere. It's like I was going to Google for emails but then to Word Docs for contracts, and then a folder for their pictures. No, I use HoneyBook. It keeps it all in one spot, and it's literally amazing. So I recommend you go check it out if you are a photographer. 
I think I also have a code. <laughs> Shameless plug. There, I might have a code for you for like 50% off. All right, so whiteboard, notebooks, calendars, and this is my favorite one. This is the one that took me a long time to learn. I batch work. I work according to the way that my brain is operating that day. And it honestly helps instead of trying to do all the different things in one day, I've learned what can I do that day. So some days I wake up and I'm really focused and I'm really analytical and I'm and I want to redo, you know, all the copy on my website and I want to do my SEO and I want to analyze, you know, my uh, my numbers. Awesome. That day, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to try and force myself to also paint a painting and to also edit photos and to also record a podcast. No, if that's the way my brain is operating that day, that's what I'm going to do. If I wake up feeling really, really uh, motivational and like I can speak, I will record multiple podcast episodes that day. I will batch work that day so that I know I'm taking full advantage of the productivity I'm capable of versus writing on my to-do list, do one podcast, edit a full gallery. No, if I'm feeling productive in the podcast, record five podcasts that day by all means because tomorrow I'll probably wake up and want to edit all day while I binge watch Netflix. You never know what your brain's going to give you. And, and this is one of those things that I see a lot of motivational speakers and a lot of quotes where people say you have to be very disciplined in your routine. I don't have a routine. And that's okay. It works amazing for a lot of people. And I envy those people. Like I sometimes wish I could have a routine. But it's just not the way I operate. So I have learned what can I do to be the most efficient with what mentality I have been given <laughs> Or what I am. So, you know, I, I don't have a routine. I don't have the same thing I do every day. The most routine I am is that I write my to-do list and I make coffee every morning. <laughs> that's about all I got. Like, I and, I, oh, and I try and go to the gym. So that's probably another thing on the list. I've learned that obviously I can't sit still. So as much as I sometimes hate working out, I do try and force myself to work out to to release some of that energy because it really will help me be focused later on in the day. I'm not a morning workout person, more of an evening, but sometimes even at night, like because I worked out, now I can, you know, I'll get home from that, from the gym and I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling pretty like focused and productive now. So yes, I batch work according to what my brain is feeling that day without a routine and that's all right. That's completely fine. Speaking of coffee, I only allow myself one to two cups a day. Typically, I try and keep it at one. Sometimes I'll do two, but uh, if I have too much coffee, then I get a little, little more squirrely than normal. So I know it's the worst, guys. I know we love to drink coffee all day, but try and have some discipline in that area. I can't even say I drink tea because I'm not a huge fan. I just drink coffee. I even have bought decaf because I love coffee, but I know that my brain will go haywire. Um, so another thing I do is I'll give myself time limits on the to-do list. So if I have like do laundry, I'll put like do laundry from 10 to 10.45. And then that way if it's like 9.30 and I've dove into something else, I can be like, oh, quickly go do that laundry in this time limit because that's, you know, I kind of set that expectation and that'll help me a little bit. Another thing I do is I give myself creative breaks. So sometimes during wedding season, um, 
you are, if you're a photographer, you'll understand wedding photography, you'll, you'll get it, but you're kind of forced to edit like all day, which is hard. You know, I, I you got to sit in one spot all day. So I've learned that if I edit and I give myself creative breaks, it'll help me be so much more productive for the rest of the day. So sometimes that looks like painting. Sometimes it literally looks like doodling and listening to music. During summer, spring, and fall, it looks like going on a bike ride and listening to some really good songs. But I will allow myself breaks rather than trying to put so much pressure on you must finish this by 6 p.m. Ultimately, that's just going to lead to me being more distracted. Another thing I do is, and this one I have not mastered, I'm pretty bad at it. I tend to keep a lot of tabs open, which is so (laughs) distracting. So I'm trying this, I'm working on it to be more disciplined about closing out all the tabs when I'm working on one specific thing. So if I'm working on a design in Canva, I'll close out all the tabs except for Canva. If I'm working on my website, I'll close out all the tabs except for what's on my website. And then that way I can't navigate over to a YouTube video and then onto Pinterest and then onto that and that and that. Um, So I do try and like, you know, condense and force my brain to focus on that. So these are some of the things that my little squirrely brain does. Um, Ultimately, most, most importantly, I think this is what I've learned is to just accept me for who I am. This is the way my brain works. And and I the, I used to beat myself up so much about it. And, and like I said, this is something I talked about with my therapist. And she said, you have to just learn how to love your brain for what it is and learn how to navigate it and how to master it. So I really have taken a lot of the pressure off. I no longer try and be the routine girl who is super, super disciplined and runs her business with a strict routine and that's just not me. I've got to learn to love it. And if you're a squirrel brain, I recommend you try and give yourself some grace and forgiveness as well. Because I know it can be really, really defeating. And I mean, there are some days where I'm like ripping my hair out. I'm just so frustrated. But on those days, that's when I need to sit down and be like, what do I want to do today? What am I capable of doing today? Because if it's not, if it's not redoing the website, if I'm not capable of it, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be upset. And I'm not going to get anything done anyways. So go paint a freaking painting that will not only bring you joy, but that you can add to your website and still, you know, add to your business. I can still make money off of a, of a painting. It's not like I'm wasting time. It's still something that adds value to my business. It's just not the analytical side of my business. And that's all right. So squirrel brains, if this helped you, please let me know on Instagram. (laughs) Go tag me in a story. Share this with other fellow squirrel brains. We can all maybe start our own little like message thread and we'll just send each other funny memes and stuff about all the things that distracts us. (laughs) Um, Join my Facebook group, Passion and Potential. Lots of good stuff in there. Follow me on Instagram at Aristasia, A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. And if you're on iTunes, leave me a review. Pretty, 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 please. And that being said, till next time, thank you for listening.